Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's BudPod 206. 206. Um, I... We're in the shits. We're in the shits. We're in the shits. We're in the shits. I don't know. We're in the shits. <laughs> I've just been reading about uh, just been reading about a, 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 a possible another uh, financial crisis. Oh, good. Which is the last thing I need. Oh, huh? good. I say. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't understand. I thought we already were in a financial crisis. Can you have another? What I don't like is that there's all these people who say things like, "No, you know, in in a way, we are due for another downturn," and it's like. We haven't gone up. Yeah, we've been in a downturn since 2008. Yeah, you want to say like, don't we get, don't we get a little slice of up? Don't we get some up? No. Without, without, without down? Well, well, some of the, con- the countries who haven't had Brexit have enjoyed some up. <laughs> yes. But um, we wanted to make sure we got no up at all. Yeah, because this Silicon Valley Bank in the US went under. Yeah. Because, surprise, surprise... Uh, a lot of uh, tech money in the States was tied up in crypto, oh. which, surprise, surprise, wasn't a great idea. I was saying this from the fucking beginning, man. I was fucking <laughs> crypto Cassandra from the very start. Ever since I I dabbled in crypto and made the £35, mm. I've gone, this thing isn't worth it. Uh, and because of fucking crypto, now the rest of us have to suffer potentially because now this Swiss bank... Credit Suisse had to be bailed out. Yeah, and who knows what they were investing? They seem in. to have had a scandal like every year. Missing Picassos. No yeah, doubt. exactly. People's people's missing artworks, and they seem to have had a scandal every year for like ten years. So they were they were on the uppers, but they're like 160 years old. But it, all the banks that disappear are either very new or very old, and it feels like you should only trust a bank that's between like 20 years old and 100 years old. Because either it's so new, mm. it just explodes, or it's been around for so long that everyone at the top level has been mental for like seven generations. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's a good point. The um the other thing I don't like about Silicon Valley Bank is that it's like a this weird crypto bank thing. And that, to me, shows you that these crypto bros are always really sincere about crypto being a good idea. Because the whole time, I didn't think they were storing it in crypto. I thought they were making it and then storing it in real money. And they were mm-hmm. like, "No, why would I? Why would I run out of the bank with my loot when I can keep it somewhere really smart, like the bank?" And it's like, "No, but then, <laughs> when I can just keep it in the toilet and dangle my fingers over the flush, it's fun to dangle your fingers over the flush." I'm gonna keep all this, all these cotton-based U.S. dollar wads next to the rat farm and the termite factory, and I. 
<laughs> and that, but that, all of this, I don't mind. But you're right. The problem is that we're hostages to these fuckers, and they just do something wacky, like get really into crypto and lose all their money, and then the rest of us. And then now we have to pay four pound fifty for ketchup. <laughs> this doesn't seem. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. Man, oh man. <clears throat> um, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I I think the most depressing part of it is I am now at a part of my life where I worry about financial news. Yeah. I'll I'll read the business the business segment of BBC News and go. Oh no! What does this mean for my eyesight? <laughs> you know, I, it's not very sexy anymore. I don't feel very sexy caring about credit suites. No, it's not sexy at all. It's very much like um, Getty Images stock image man frowning at envelope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's 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 very like your ears actually perking up when an advert comes. Worried about your mortgage? Hmm. <laughs> you have to start doing that. <laughs> or being interested in. At least I'm not at the stage where I'm interested in one of those pop-ups that say people born before <laughs> 1976 who bought pet insurance during the 90s have to read this. And there's a guy holding up his driver's license. Or there's something. a guy holding up his driver's license or a UK passport <laughs> frowning with the fewest pixels I've seen in an image that wasn't from a fucking <laughs> Mario game. Those, I, those pop-ups are insane. Oh, yeah, people who bought funeral plans under the age over the age of 50 in the uk must read this <laughs> oh man what is it gonna be what 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 gold mine are these old fucks sitting on unwittingly yeah do they think it's is it a scam when they're trying to make you think it's something like ppi where you are due for some compensation yeah it feels like yeah. that sandpiper like yeah you're you, you owed some just some, like uh better call soul sandpiper you know they right i they they like to say that the millennials and gen z's are entitled but they all apparently think they're entitled to some mystery reimbursement yeah that they weren't even aware of yes exactly they they they're easily convinced that there's just some more free money available out there somewhere <laughs> it's just like, hey you know how you've always had free money basically go, yeah you go, well you someone could be holding back on some free money and they just go, well i'm clicking this you know how you had free university <laughs> and were able to buy your council house and even and even if it wasn't a council house you got it for 10, 10 yeah. pounds and you know how you're able to write off your mortgage repayments um, for tax. Well, we think you're due a little bonus. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> we think you're due something back at last for your many years of sitting around in your house. Yeah. We think you've labored long enough buying your massive house for three years' salary and fully paying it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I like those insane ads at the bottom of websites because I'm amazed. I, I would love to know who pays for them and who designed them because someone had to sit and graphic design them. They weren't just yeah. born. And somewhere out there is a guy who sat down and said to himself, okay. I want an ad that is, and this is a real one I've seen a few times. I want an ad that is a photoshopped picture of Jeremy Clarkson to look like he's been beaten up. <laughs> I want a big close-up on Jeremy Clarkson's haggard face with like a black eye and like a big bruise on his chin and like a bust lip. And I want the caption to be something like uh, celebrity photos that will make you cry. 
and I want I want this advert on every website. <laughs> a regional newspaper in the UK. I want it on all the like Chortle, like our comedian's website. I want it on there. I want, and I want it all over the fuck of the independent. I, <laughs> I want the independent to be mainly this. I want people to not be able to read about the earthquake in Turkey because this is in the way. I want it there. I want it any website that says powered by Reach. Any of those weird little local papers. I, w- I want it everywhere. <laughs> I want it on GeoCities, forums. I want it uh, to uh, to what be what you accidentally click on when you're trying to illegally stream something. I had this advert come up on my chess when I went on chess.com to play yeah. chess. And when I finished the game, it would pop up this... It, would, it was like... It was a horrible picture. <laughs> but it, it, it said like... It was like a picture of like a baby, yeah. and it looked doctored, a baby, but but instead of an eye, it had like a single black orb, like, <laughs> but then, but then like with sort of skin, you could see it, like it had a lining of skin around it, so it was like coming out of the head, and it was like, it was like beautiful, the story was beautiful natural eye deformities or something. <laughs> I was like, first of all, that's not beautiful at all, I'm still haunted by it. And it's not an eye deformity. This baby has like has like a ball of onyx sticking in his forehead. What the fuck the is this? Is, Why would anyone not, look at this? It's not it's right. It's not nice. This baby is one of the old gods. <laughs> That's what this is. It's horrible. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a lot of that where they'll they'll sort of have these deformed or, or very strange pictures, and then the caption will be something like either most beautiful this, or it'll be like most shocking, or the, it's a, yeah, it's real like freak show stuff. It's real, real bearded lady stuff, and it's strange to juxtapose it with an otherwise now very sort of sensitive, sensitive online culture. Online culture, yeah, yeah totally. that's right. I saw one. Someone, someone shared it on their Instagram story, and I saw it. It really made me laugh. It was exactly what we're talking about. So it was a photo I've seen before. Uh, and another and a sort of a caption so on the left hand side of the photo it was like a, a sort of you know a horse a horse girl a horse girl you know the girls who own and and ride right. horses but i mean in this genre of of uh, image production it could be uh, also literally well, a horse well girl. so it's an image that i've seen before like i say and it's of a sort of quite attractive horse girl and she's being like hugged by a horse, like not really, but the horse has got like its leg, <laughs> one of its legs over the lady's shoulder, and she's like hugging it. Oh so it looks God. like the horse is hugging the girl, right? So you can yeah. see why this has traveled all over the internet. And then on the right hand side was a picture of a sort of blurry picture of a of a um, ultrasound scan of a pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the ca- oh, and the boy. caption was. Um, uh, this pregnant woman's horse wouldn't stop hugging her, right? So you go, <laughs> so you go hang on. Before I even look at the, the right-hand side of the image, it's not a hug. A horse doesn't know what a hug is. Let's just clear that up straight away. <laughs> a ho- the, like, it's the same way that like when dogs put their paws over each other, it's a show of dominance. They're not hugging. They've just been no, trained right. to do it by little TikTok weirdos. It's not a hug. They don't know what a hug is. 
So, okay, okay. So the, now we've established the horse is not hugging this woman. Wouldn't stop. What? <laughs> In what possible cunt is the horse just, just sort of going and sort of trying to hug like this pregnant woman? She shouldn't be riding horses anyway. So I just go, what? what? And the right-hand side image with this, this sort of um, ultrasound scan says, um, when, and, uh, when the doctor saw her ultrasound, he called the police. <laughs> a doctor called the police that's that's when you know it's bad pierre that's how you know it's bad yeah if the doctor gives you an examination <laughs> and instead of telling you what they've seen just goes Excuse me. And just picks up the phone and just boop, boop, boop. This is what I thought was so great about it was that one of the emergency Police. services was having to call the other one instead of doing it themselves, fixing the, the problem. The problem must be medical. <laughs> and the doctor's like, nah, the police need to come and arrest this fetus or. Well, I guess if the police come across like someone severely hurt and injured, they call the ambulance. So maybe yeah. the doctor's like, well, how do you like it <laughs> when I call you to my But job? also, like, okay. Whatever's wrong with the baby, A, I don't believe that the horse could sense it. Obviously. <laughs> and B, even if there is something that can be wrong with an unborn child that a horse can sense, I don't see how the police, it's any of their, <laughs> it's any of their business. I, oh, I see. I always saw the implication was that the horse had, fa had fathered the baby in some way. That these, that's why it kept hub, hugging it. Yeah. Hugging the pregnant lady until the baby became part of I horse. think you're supposed to either presume that the, the lady has been banging her horse, or you're supposed to presume that the horse knew that the woman was being criminally treated in some way. Or that the baby inside was a criminal. Yeah. Is a criminal baby. And, the <laughs> and is that why. <gasps> Did did the did the doctor do an ultrasound and then he and then like on the ultrasound the baby had like a flick knife and a bandana on the ultrasound and was in his left hand was swinging like a bike chain around. in the in the ultrasound the baby he just saw a watch and he's like that looks like my watch and he's just gone <laughs> hey it's gone from his wrist and the horse the horse could sense this woman's baby is going to be a criminal. <laughs> it just felt bad for her. I need to, I need to squeeze it out of her and trample it now. <laughs> and she's just like, "Aw, I love you too, Aussie." I need to trample this criminal baby. <laughs> You're I'm trying to squeeze it out, old still woman. I need to. Aw, I love you too. <laughs> this is a good thought experiment. Okay, you could travel back in time to kill baby Hitler, but you're a horse. <laughs> How do you do it? First of all, how do you get inside the Hitler mm. house? Home, right? If you're a person, you can make up some story. You could befriend the parents. But you're a horse. How are you getting inside? I guess the best course of action is to wait. I like uh, till Mr. and Mrs. Hitler take the baby I out. I like how... And then trample, trample the I like brand. how you correct, corrected yourself there. The Hitler house at home. <laughs> let's make this, let's make this Hitler, let's make this Hitler, this Hitler house a home. <laughs> Let's make this Hitler house a Hitler home. Hit, Hitler house was the original name for um, Slytherin. 
but it was a little on the nose. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, you have to wait till the till baby Hitler gets taken on a walk and then try and be a sort of out-of-control horse. Yeah, in that in that sense, I think it actually wouldn't be too hard. Mm. You would have to stake out. It's quite hard to, to stake a place out as a horse. Hard to fit in the police car. <laughs> it's hard... And very hard to handle the donuts. It's, it's also but, very hard to hold a newspaper up to your face with your eye holes in if you're a horse because <laughs> you don't have binocular vision. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's the late 1800s, so that's true. Actually, horses horses hanging around less of a less unusual. <laughs> Excuse me. That's true. That's true. But then I kind of, uh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Hitler might just see this horse standing outside in the dark, just like all fours, <laughs> just standing under a. A solitary street lamp. <laughs> Honey, the the horse is still out there sharpening his hooves. <laughs> this horse won't stop hugging me. <laughs> <laughs> we need to call the police. Yeah. Hi, I'm Friedrich Plum, and I'm the head of the Friedrich Plum Foundation. A foundation founded on my belief and I believe that I'd like to think you share, which is that too many children in the world are going without customizable nail clippers that cut their fingernails and toenails into fun shapes, like jagged edges, half moons, or even this little ghost here. Spooky, right? But it's still a thumbs up. And I'm giving you the thumbs up to donate to me to help raise money to provide customizable novelty fingernail trimming devices to kids all over the world. That's right. It's time. It's time to make a change. Some people might say that part of this is somehow linked to the Friedrich Plum child novelty business. That, that Maybe I ordered too many of these and for some reason they can't be sold. It's nothing to do with that. I just think that... Did you know that my foundation estimates that over... 80% of preventable illness in the developing world is down to the children having long fingernails or fingernails that are not in a funny shape, both one category and the data. Let's, let, let's fix this. Yeah? Please. That's so funny. I, I, love, I, I do love that about those insane, fake um, uh clickbait independent yeah. ads is there i mean there's an art to it mm. the headline that trails off just at the right point yeah. the dot 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 the ellipses comes just when you're given enough information to want to find out what's next but also they it but it also offers information that is not in the mm. image and it sort of builds a whole world so we've got the the pregnant lady we've got the horse yeah. there's no picture of the doctor yeah but in the in the teaser it says when the doc the, the doctor yeah called the police and now we're introducing the characters of the doctor and the police it's actually very sort of compact efficient storytelling yes these clickbait this clickbait um but this is what i mean I, w I would love to speak to someone who you know, they come forward from, from the dark underbelly and they say, it was me. I, I'm, I'm the guy who commissioned that one. And here's my reasoning. And, and here's what it's actually for. If you click on it, here's, here's why it makes enough money that it's clearly worth it. 
for me yeah. to pay to have this thing fucking everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing about scams. You, you, you're approached by one and you go, oh my God, that was so transparent and so stupid. But the very fact that it got to you at all means it works sometimes. I mean, it must it do. Works it's got to be worth the money because I'll tell you who's very careful about profit margins. Scams. <laughs> the scam artists are very, yeah. very um, keen to make sure that they make money. So it, it can't be... It can't just be mad bullshit. Not entirely. I'm just looking. I'm, no, I'm just no. looking at the. It must be covering the costs. <laughs> yeah, I've just gone on the independent website to have a look at some. Yeah, I want to look. I'm gonna Actu- look now. God, I hate this fucking website. It's, it's so ugly. Shitty, Actual website. cost of solar panels will leave you speechless, Brits. This is how much solar panels should really cost. I don't know. I don't have an opinion on this. Look, oh, here's a great one. It's a guy squatting. It's a cartoon of a man squatting. And it says, (laughs) Urologist begs Brits to shrink prostate with this dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Begs. Please. Please, Brits. Brits. Please, your prostate is so big. (laughs) Please, Brits. I'm begging you to shrink them. And this other one is um, cardiologist, quote, too much belly fat. Do this before bed. And it's someone spooning a load of orange powder into some white water, into a glass of water. Oh, my God. Belly fat. There's something so old school about belly fat. That sounds like a phrase from the 90s. Yeah, well, these ads are always very into their belly fat and the reduction thereof. It's always, here's how to lose belly fat. and Because no one wants to admit that you can't target fat in specific parts of your body. You can target the muscle there. But you can't lose... God, the independent is so badly written. <laughs> it's like student writing. That's the thing about these ads on, on, on the independent. Like, oh, I've got ad blocker on. These things aren't actually... I'm actually scared to take ad blocker off. But yeah, you're about to take off your, your mind condom in this terrible... Spam. Yeah, brothel. I'm I'm raw dogging the independent. <laughs> you must never go raw on on the independent. That's why they came up on my chess app. I was like, "What? This is this weird orb eye doesn't." It also. Okay, I got <laughs> the, the belly. Or, the the, the, belly the orb eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one. Do you see the belly fat one? <laughs> this, this one is going. This one is, I think, one of the weirdest. Okay, so it's it's uh, well, somehow these weird clickbait ads. They source photos of celebrities that don't quite look like <laughs> yeah. them, and you've never seen these photos of them yeah. before. It's almost like it's an AI rendition. So this is a, f- a picture of Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, good! It's the right era and for old people she, to be tricked. And she's looking straight into the camera, and she has a sort of contemptuous face, yeah. round round spectacles. Uh-huh. Her, her her hair is in um uh um dreads yeah. and they seem to be a sort of ne- slight neon green <laughs> and she's looking sort of with contempt at right. the camera and <laughs> the title of the link is take a look inside Whoopi Goldberg's repulsive home <laughs> Whoop. Take, a, Take look a look inside Whoopi Goldberg's repulsive home. 
Whoopi, may I just say your oh home that you have here is repulsive. Repulsive. Repulsive home. I, I oh love God. bad AI English or, or it's oh my god repulsive home the thing about the independence you can't tell um, the difference between the writing of these and the writing of the actual articles yes that's true the standard of writing is, is roughly equivalent which probably helps the ads hide in plain sight doesn't it yeah exactly Oh man, like this is a this is so this is an independent article about dating apps. The likes of Hinge and Bumble have turned dating into a cesspit of ghostings, blind panic, and rampant dehumanization, <laughs> and many have had enough. Many have have turned dating into a cesspit of ghostings. Already horrible using that's the Gerund, right? Ghosting so Gerund is using um the continuous version of ver- yeah. verb as the noun, which is already not ideal. Yes straight in into a cesspit of ghostings blind panic it's a cesspit of blind panic and rampant dehumanization they can't they can't not go without they can't they can't go without an, an unnecessary adjective in the rampant point. dehumanization cesspit of ghostings blind panic and rampant dehumanization what's rampant dehumanization what does that mean I guess that the, that you know, there's a lot of people dehumanize each other on dating apps, and it's rampant. Yeah, and many have had enough. Oh, have they? All single sentence, all one sentence. Oh my god, this is so bad. How do these people? It's quite difficult to get a job in journalism. I don't know how writers on the independent have got have done it. I I uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I think. I vaguely remember reading in Private Eye something about them getting sold to an American company who just made them into this mad online. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it's just it's just a clickbait website. Now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking on the mirror and looking at some. This is a good one. Two two old people from like a film photoshopped in front of a Cotswolds village. Seniors should seriously do this if they have no life insurance. It's very important. <laughs> Seniors. <laughs> Seniors. Warning: This game will ruin your social life. Play at your own risk. Oh yeah, that this is another c- category. Is like the one I just saw is like if you have a mouse, don't download this game. You'll be up all night. And go, well, do you mean to do this or not? <laughs> Greta Thunberg's car shocks the world. Proof in pictures. Greta Thunberg's car. Ah, that's so. That's amazing. It's such a like a you know. Fucking Yada sees that and goes, "On you, she had a fucking massive Land Rover." Then clicks it, <laughs> puts in his credit card details to get angry at fucking Greta Thunberg's car. Oh my god! <laughs> and what's a picture of that? Is it like a picture of Greta Thunberg with like a mouth open or something? It's like, a pic oh? of Greta Thunberg looking uh, like she's on the cover of a sort of aggressive rap album, maybe. She's looking quite serious. Here's an actual article from the Mirror. I love the way the headlines work. Amanda Holden fans fear she showed more than intended in playful bedroom snaps. Right? <laughs> so the idea there is that she's flashed some tits. Yeah, but her own fans are looking at it and going, I fear she showed more than she intended. I'm full of fear as a Holden fan. As, a, as opposed to just saying, wank to this nip slip you lonely beast which is what it (laughs) it should say Uh, I fear Amanda 
I fear you've shown more Amanda, than intended. Amanda, no. Amanda, no. Uh, Amanda Holden fans trembling with fear. Oh, please. That some playful bedroom pics went a bit too far. Oh, Amanda, shrink your prostate, I beg you. <laughs> and your belly fat. It it creates the impression uh, of the uh, the people who click these things are always very very ill. They've got loads of belly fat. Their prostate's massive. They've got no solar panels. Oh. They're old as fuck, <laughs> and they have they've not taken out any life insurance of it over any. Yeah, government. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in dire straits. Oh. Uh, it's gross. It's so gross. And I I think like a website like the Independent, which sort of like claims to be on the side of good and improving the lives of of vulnerable people they they shouldn't I, they should be holding adverts that seek directly to to victimize lonely confused people who are looking to make a quick buck yeah. or are worried about their savings or are worried about their health is not right and for the independent to have these on their website all these or the mirror, to be honest. All these papers where they go like, uh, you know, the main thing is that we're a trusted source of information. Do you want Viagra from space? Like, it's just imme- immediately <laughs> in between all of their allegedly incredibly reliable, well-researched bits of journalism are, like you say, like sharpened stick traps, like ditches full of sharpened sticks for people just, just to fall into and lose their credit card details and have their identity stolen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you could buy cigarettes yeah. from your GP. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's gross. But when 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 sort of the older when the boomers and the Gen Xers, Gen X is less so, but when when the, when the boomers die off, I mean what's gonna happen to online to, to clickbait and scams? They're really gonna have to up their ante, right? Because yeah. they're they they'll then be dealing with internet natives. Yeah, they'll only they they've gotta really get good. Um, it's gonna be the digital equivalent of how it's much harder to like busk or beg or, or or do any sort of stuff without a card reader. No one has change in London anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it's a much more cashless society. And then, yeah, as you say, if everyone's a digital native, these ads are gonna have to be like so convincing and so. I mean, what are they gonna say? Do, uh, do you still have an iPod Shuffle? It could be worth mitt, and then it cuts off. <laughs> and it's a photo yeah. of a really angry-looking Billie Eilish with a black eye. <laughs> Billie Eilish will pay $2 million for your iPod Shuffle <laughs> to heal her black yes, eye. Yes, why? Do you see that a lady in America recently put up for auction? She had an original iPhone Un- unopened still in the box still in the clean film it went for like hundreds of thousands no. of dollars because they well there basically aren't any that haven't been opened and have been used and so collectors of like old apple stuff will pay a lot for like an unused she just by chance she was given two at the same time she just put one away and now it's, and then she sold it for a hundred thousand dollars and that must be what like 15 years old I'd... when was the first 2007 yeah 2008 yeah so it's only yeah. taken 15 years yeah, 15, for that years. thing to be worth uh, whatever it was, 100000 That's insane. What stupid bullshit should I be keeping and not opening now? <laughs> I know. Um, a vape pen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, like an Oculus or something. 
the VR. Um, I t- listeners, I tweeted an article about the metaverse that made me cry laughing. Um, so I recommend it. It's very funny by some guy called Paul oh. Murray, I think. Um, oh, is it a joke piece? No, it is like a, a sincere analysis, basically, of just going like, but who who is in the metaverse? Who is even there? Does the metaverse exist? Yeah, now? you can go in it. And this guy goes in it and writes a very long article about what it's like in there. And it is like a mad, empty I, version of Second Life. I've always, I'd always assumed it still hadn't been launched. It's, it's not what Zuckerberg wants it to be. But you can go to a fake VR British pub made of like three pixels and kind of stand around. That's insane. There's a comedy night in there. My yeah, God. in this pub. It's in the article. It's great. Okay, I recommend that. Also, thank you to everyone who came to the, the BudPod Live, of course, we should say. Oh, yes. BudPod Live 2, um, last episode, and, and its bonus pod was such a thrill. So nice. So much fun. So fun in the Leicester Square Theatre. Sold out. 400 pod buds. Having a grand old time. Yeah. And if you didn't make it, I'm sure you can hear in the recordings just how much of a great time everyone had. And all the smiles and yeah. all the laughter. And all the friendship. If you have high-quality noise-canceling headphones like me and Phil, you can actually hear the smiling uh, while we're talking. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the wet Ugh. separation of lips. Yeah, it's really gross. <laughs> and it's, about, it's 400 people, so it does sound uh, very sexy. Um, and then at one point, I think maybe 4 minutes, 17 seconds in, you can hear just uh, in the very, very lowest part of the recording, someone go, I'm having a grand old time. Just to themselves. <laughs> Uh, and and I, I said it on the night, um, and I would like to reiterate it, that if everyone who came to see us in the Les Square Theatre could go and rebook tickets to see me on the 15th of June in the same venue, then that would solve a lot of awkward questions that I have at the moment, such as, who's going to come see me at the Leicester Square Theatre on the <laughs> 15th of June? Uh, similarly, in, in, in Wang News, um, to this Thursday, I'm starting my tour. Big tour boy. Big tour boy in Exeter. First date. Exeter is sold out, but there are still tickets for many of the other nights on tour. This week is Exeter, Oxford, Brighton. um, And then I'm also going to Scotland, Wales, and Ireland for the first time. So please, if you want to see me live, get on filmwang.co.uk and see if I'm coming near you. Looking forward to it. It will be fun. Yeah, get on it, you absolute maniacs, because we don't want to hear anyone saying, why didn't you come to where I live after we've been? And it happens all the time, and I'm not even joking. Speaking of insane people, is that what you said? Uh, We need to read some correspondence. (laughs) Let's do it. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM. 
for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Correspondence. Okay, we got a nice little email here from Andrew. Andrew, you the man, Drew. Yeah. So the subject line is riding Mrs. Hudson. So it's something to do with Lesotho. Yes, Mrs. Hudson was the name of Pierre Mai. 4x4, four four, when we drove mm. around Lesotho for World's Most Dangerous Roads on Dave. Still available to watch on UK TV Play. Still available to watch. So do check it yeah. out if you haven't seen uh, it. Me and Phil go down the world's longest abseil through a waterfall. So that's pretty cool. Um, so Andrew, I'm still scared of it now. <laughs> but we named um, our 4x4 four four Mrs. Hudson after the... Housekeeper. Landlady? Cleaning? Housekeeper in Sherlock yeah. Holmes. So, excuse me, Andrew says, Dear the fresh fill of Pierre. Right, mm-hmm. like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. Nice. Having been inspired by you naming your dangerous roads car Mrs. Hudson, I wondered whether you might be the detectives I need to shed some fresh light on something I've been pondering for a while. So. A fresh case. Hmm. Mm, a three-pipe problem, perhaps. Yeah. Don't get too excited. No crime has been committed, nor have any bodily fluids been inappropriately expelled. Okay. It's really about trying to understand a business Mm. decision. We're business business boys. Allow me to elaborate. I will allow you, Andrew, if only to understand what you mean. We'll allow it. Proceed. (laughs) But be careful, McNulty. (laughs) You're on thin ice, Andrew. In my town, there is a deserted dessert parlor. A deserted dessert mm. parlor. Well, they shouldn't have called itself that. <clears throat> yeah. In my town, there is a deserted dessert parlor. One of those gaudy shops that are all fake black mar- faux black marble and neon that only sell sweet. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he says that only sells. Yes, we have some here. They call it. It's called like dreams or something. Yeah. Or like sweet delights. Treats. Or- they're horrible treats disgusting yeah they definitely they look like a front they don't look real. they look like a front i know that they're nominally for a, a particular areas say um last prayers of the day muslim population that's what yeah. i've been told but I, they're also like not that busy and one of one of them on my road is actually next to a mosque and even yeah, that I mean, one's not that busy i think they're predominantly for they're predominantly from for, for muslim people because if you can't have booze, you've got to get your sugar somehow. And, and you got to do something. And it's like half past so 11. It's, um, it's like sweet spot. Yeah. But there's yeah. one in my road yeah. next to a mosque, and it's not that busy. And it's like, I don't think your business could be any more ideally placed. Like, why is there... <laughs> there's a few people in there, I guess, late at night, but not loads. Anyway, yeah, you're right. So, uh, all faux black marble and neon that only sell sweet piss-inducing items. If you remember, we had sweet piss mm-hmm. as a phrase. Oh, sweet piss, the Malay word for uh, diabetes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been closed since we moved to the area over two years ago. All the while, 
The attached handwritten sign has been on display in the window, a fading remnant of a time before, an Ozymandias of confectionery. Very nice. Oh. So. An Ozymandias of confectionery. Yeah, as in the ruined statue. From oh, from the from okay. the poem. I don't know enough about the Ozymandias. From a, from the poem from the poem by what's his face. <coughs> the cruel the cruel sneer <laughs> on, the, on the statue. Wrote, who wrote? Right. It's um. Who wrote Ozymandias? Uh, is it the, is it Coleridge? No. It's someone cooler than Coleridge. Coleridge wrote. Who wrote it? <gasps> Shelley. It was Shelley. Shelley. Yes. There you go. I rock. I'm the best person. There you go. Give us a reading so the listeners get the joke. Oh, oh yeah. It's very short. And also so that I... Is it, is it a long No, it's time? very short. It's like a paragraph. Oh, yeah. Sick. <laughs> I met a traveler from an antique land who said two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk a shattered visage lies whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those re- passions read, which yet survive, stamped on these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed, and on the pedestal these words appear, My name is Ozymandias, King of Kings. Look on my works, ye mighty and despair. Nothing beside remains, round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Oz- Ozymandias, uh, I think the Greek alternate name for Ramses II. Ah. So the idea is that, right, so the idea is this statue of a, a once great king, but who is now buried in sand. Yeah, and he's saying, the Behold my works, ye mighty in despair, but his works are no longer there to behold. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is, the, the, the what he's referring to is this attached note. And it says, uh, we do sell large chocolate bars, thank you. <laughs> it's handwritten. I'll show you on the screen here. <laughs> That's so funny. Where, where is this sign? In the window of the two where years shutdown shop. <laughs> right. Wow, because every time you see a sign somewhere, it mean it, it it needed to be put up. Something happened. Yeah, that meant it needed to be put up. We do sell large. Well, so cars. well, so for the last time. So he says it's just a simple handwritten note on first glance, but my brain has gone to such depths to consider the circumstances around it. I can also only read it nowadays in Pierre's put-on, high-pitched, exasperated voice, which is another reason I thought I'd send it in. We do. Which we voice do is sell. <laughs> We do sell large chocolate bars, thank you. <laughs> we do. Actually, that really hurt, that one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, these are his thoughts in italics. Could the number of people asking for large chocolate bars really have been enough to require the sign? Did they realize that their choice of font colors from afar makes it look like it's saying the opposite? Was it the stress caused by the constant stream of mega-cocoa-seeking customers that led to the madness and ultimate demise of the cafe? I appreciate there's not going to be any documentaries made about this, but the sign does make my wife and I chuckle every time we see it. Your astute analysis is is welcomed. Brackets, don't listen to Andy. So it's not Andrew. It might actually be Handy Andy. I'm not sure. It could be Medical Andy. Ah. Yes, uh, he was the one physician saying he does recommend. So maybe he was the one saying don't listen to Andy. 
Oh, I see. Oh, I'm getting I confused see, I see, here. I see, yeah. Yes, I remember. Yeah, I remember. But yeah, don't listen to we um we do sell large chocolate bars. Thank you. But so, what do you think has happened that made them put up the sign? Because they do sell large chocolate bars. Were people coming in going? Oh, sorry, no. You I've completely sell. misread this. Oh, it actually says we do not underline sell large chocolate bars, but not is so faded oh. and the same color as the. Oh, <laughs> let me see that again because I read. We- yeah, sorry, Andy, we fucked this up. Look. Oh yeah, no, the knot is very faded. Yeah. So okay, so I, I'll, I'll okay. reset. We do so not sell do large not- chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> so he's right. I see what he means now. From a distance, it looks like they're saying we do sell large chocolate bars. And as you get closer, you go. It does. Go, it does. <laughs> oh, I mean that sign is on, surely only exas- exacerbated the problem. Yeah, the guy who wrote that sign is sitting there going like, "What is up?" Ever since I put the sign up, if anything, more people are fucking wasting my time. <laughs> I even highlighted the knot by putting it in a different color. I underlined it in a scribbly, me- in a scribbly, grumpy way. What is going on? I'm always amazed by these places because when they open, never mind how la- not that busy they end up. When they open, they've clearly got enough seed money to buy all these decorations and the fake marble and the signs and the like this is expensive all the freezers and the yeah the, the neon posters. lights and the big sign you just think who's done this what were they doing before were they saving money from a normal job before and they were like ah one or two more years here at this fucking desk and i can achieve my dream of opening up a sweet <laughs> treats and small chocolate bar specialist. <laughs> he glances across his desk at the guy eating a two-foot-long chocolate bar and just goes, you fucking <laughs> pigs won't have any place in my store. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, his supervisor comes around and whacks him on the head with an airport turbo or own. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll rue the day. <laughs> you'll all pay. None of you will be allowed in my sweet shop. So I'm not sure, yeah. I mean, so, well, there's a PS from Andy. He says, I'd previously previously mentioned about offering some answers to the quandaries discussed in the Christmas correspondence episode, and you both seemed keen to hear. Um, As a bit of tit for tat for your thoughts above, here are some relatively quick answers. So we were were asking the question, it's been answered by a few people, but we were asking about why um, your bumhole stings from hot food. Why your bumhole stings from hot food. Yeah. Yeah. Asking all the hard questions. Yeah. He says the sting is uh, not due to, fortunately, not due to taste buds in your ass, thank God. Rather, it's due to activation of pain receptors (laughs) by the capsicum. Yes. Okay. So it's a pain receptor. Fair enough. Your brain just can't tell. That's fine. Secondly, as to whether. (laughs) I forgot about this. Secondly, as to whether or not a fart would create a little cloud in cold weather. Although it wouldn't be impossible. Like a a breath. Although it wouldn't be impossible, yeah. it's not very likely. Although temperature is a key factor, as you discussed, humidity is hugely important. Yeah. Exhaled breath has a naturally high humidity. No one wants a dry lung. So much so that the air used when ventilating patients in hospital is actively humidified. Ah. Okay. In contrast, although the contents of your gut are undeniably wet. That's a horrible phrase. <laughs> undeniably. <laughs> One of the key functions of the bowel is to absorb as much water as possible. Accordingly, the humidity of of bottom breath is not as high as you would think. There we go. Okay. Oh, that's very interesting. Yes, I I didn't think about that. Good old Andy. Thank you, Andy. 
But don't listen to Andy. Don't listen to Andy. Physicians do not recommend. Well, now, Phil, it's time to go to the long shut sweet shop of the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. To see how I navigate this location. <laughs> Tune in to this Friday's Patreon episode. And if you're not a subscriber to our Patreon, do become one to access some excellent extra content. And also to find out first about the next Bud Pod yes. Live, which will be happening at some point in the future. But until then, if you live in London, go see Pierre at Leicester Square Theatre. If you live in the UK and Ireland, um, do come to my tour, which starts this Thursday. Yeah. Uh, tickets on filmwang.co.uk. But otherwise, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.